You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And <clears throat> it is ski season in Utah. Kind of. Um, sort of. <laughs> it should be. You know it's what, though? It's ski season for kids, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. We got uh, about eight inches of snow over the weekend in my neck of the woods, which was just enough to finally open up the taller lift at our local family resort. Mm-hmm. And I went and skied that taller lift once and put some uh, shots in the P-Tex of my skis on the way back down. When When's the new lift open there? I the don't old, know. You know. Yeah, a few years probably. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> they need snow first. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, it's been a kind of a dry year in Utah. Just don't have the base like we normally do. We're, I don't know what we are officially, like 20% of normal, 10% of normal, 30%. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's kind of sad. But... Any skiing is better than no skiing, and I've taken my kids up skiing a couple times this year. They're they're new to it. They're just kind of getting the bug, and man, do they have the bug. They're loving it. They love that magic carpet. Oh, that's good. And yeah. uh, I took them up the, the bigger bunny hill, and they were terrified, just absolutely terrified. But we made it down. I just skied backward in front of them. They skied in front of me, and I just kind of held their hands, and they made it down, and now they're like getting psyched on the bigger hill and starting to figure things out. I tell you, that is the best place to learn, though. It's uh, Nordic Valley in in Ogden Valley. It's It's fantastic. Just a long... They've got a long bunny hill that's just like the perfect steepness. There's variable steepnesses as you go down Mm -hmm. the hill, but it's just like perfect for figuring snowplow out and all that stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. So they're getting the bug but we today we're going to talk about uh teaching kids to ski because you've got a lot more experience than i do is this where i should take over yes yes yeah. well and, and quite frankly there's so many of my friends who are much better at it and i'm like they just they're great man they take their kids so much and i was going to do so much better this year but um well, a couple couple things one i broke <laughs> broke my foot and i could i cannot take my son, because I have to lift physically lift him onto the lift. He's he's six and he's learning to snowboard, and so he's not quite there yet. My ten year old daughter can lap by herself. She's totally fine. She can do all the things by herself. She wants to run the mountain by herself, and she's a little frustrated that we haven't gone. But I can't take her up there. So, um, but I'm I'm in, in other words, I'm I'm not the authority on this. But I have learned a few things, and in particular, I learned one. One major thing, what not to do already this year, we, I took my kids twice and on the second time, um, I forgot my son's jacket. <laughs> so we roll into snow basin and you rely on your kids to grab everything 
that they might need. And then I'm supposed to double check everything. Like, hey, you got this, you got that, you got this, you got that. Right. But as you go out the door, you, inevitably, it's just too much stuff. It was yeah. too much stuff to check. So we've we've reoriented our systems and I think we got it under control now. But I forgot uh, little Emerson's snarled ski jacket. And we got there, it was sunny. And he was like, well, let's just go anyway. I tried to put my jacket on him and it went past his <laughs> knees. So that wasn't going to work, right? <clears throat> I'm like, all right, dude. But it was so early. We got there right when they opened that the sun hadn't crested the mountain. So you're in the shadows most of the time on that particular run there at Snow Basin. And he made two two or three full runs. Maybe it was actually, maybe it was like four runs. And he was like, yeah, no, it's cold, dad. We got to go. We got to go home. Uh, so don't forget the jacket. <laughs> Also, uh, for snowboarding, my wife uh, works at a retail, a big box retail store, and has access to winter apparel uh, that's cheap. And for kids, it's the way to go, right? Unless your boy, who's six, has a snowboard and their hands are basically in the snow the whole time. And those cheap gloves do nothing. Yeah. And they wet out so fast and his hands were freezing. So a couple things. Um, one, always take like heat, hand heat warmers, hand yeah. warmers, so that they can have those in their hands on the way up the lift. Two, don't buy crappy gloves. Buy what, well... We had the Kinko kids gloves and we sold them out by the time I realized it. I mean, they sold fast online. So we actually went to, I think it was Cal Ranch there in Layton and bought an off brand I'd never heard of um, just because for kids, because the leather, the leather's going to be better than the cheap, whatever they sell at the, right. the big box stores. Um, and then I ended up, somebody sent one of the Kinkos back. And so I bought that. And uh, he'll have some gloves for next year because they're a little big. But buy good gloves because that helps the whole day last longer. The kids' warmth is what matters. Uh, and this is more for kids starting out. But um, And then take breaks, lots of breaks. So we do, well, depends on where you're at and stuff. But you can usually go an hour or two, and then you got to get some hot chocolate or something. What, about, take a break. what about candy? Taking candy with you? Because I've heard that if you give a kid candy at the end of every round, he's going to be stoked. But I know when I was a kid, every time we went skiing, we got a large candy bar. At the end? Well, of every take, run? We could just take it up that day. Oh, okay. If yeah. you come skiing today, you get to yeah. pick a large candy bar. And I was like, no way. Well, <laughs> I get a large candy bar every time I go skiing. And I, I mean... I don't know if that's why I went, but it might have been, and now I love it. It would work if my son didn't have access to twenty four seven cookies at our house. <laughs> he got I'll give one you of those a large candy bars, those, like, eh. those Hershey Kisses that are oversized. It's like a, it's like a gag gift, you know. Yeah. He got one for Christmas from my sister. Is it just solid chocolate? Like two days ago, it's it's not solid. So, but it's chocolate. Yeah, it's huge, and it's like. I mean, it's huge. It's bigger than his head. He ate it that day. <laughs> There's like a tiny piece of chocolate left in the fridge where he's like, Dad, I'm done. <laughs> well, I can't do it. Yeah. You're probably going to die. So. <laughs> so my son, uh, New Year's Eve, we had this big party at the family's house, at my in-law's house, and they had, you know, my father-in-law's big on like, oh, we need all the snacks, all the candy, all the everything. And so the adults are upstairs playing games and the kids are downstairs playing games and there's just free reign to the candy. Three o'clock in the morning. Uh, oh, so then 
that was uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Day, we stay there playing games. He's eating junk. We go home. Then that next night, like 3 o'clock in the morning, he comes in. Dad, I threw up. And I walk <laughs> into his room, and there's throw up all over the floor. And then as I get done cleaning it all up and vacuuming it up and shampooing the floor and all that other stuff, he's like, Dad, I think I threw up because I ate too much candy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. And so then the next day, he's looking at the candy at our, and he he actually looks at it and he's like, eh, I don't think I want any candy. But then like five hours later, he's like starting to stuff <laughs> candy again. So we yeah, had to last long. Put a, I feel like would do that. that with liquor uh, back in the day. <laughs> like, yeah, you drank too much last night. And then around noon the next day, you're like, I'm going to need something. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. I'm never doing that again, except for I just need one something to clear my mind. Yeah, we so. we learned. Uh, kids, I, I think they need friends. Which yeah, that could help. They're having a fun time with dad, but then my daughter was kind of like, um, because she, she was, she would, she left us. She left me, me and Emerson. The little, because we're slow and she's lapping stuff by herself and then was like i need a buddy essentially yeah. so the sooner you can find them a buddy i think that's really helpful we all have you know friends as you grow up they you usually our friends are the worst because they're the ones like i dare you to drop that cliff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay hit that mogul as fast as you can okay yeah like so it, we need those people in our lives to help us progress and move forward uh or rate you just race race you to the bottom you know little things like that and the camaraderie of learning together is a big deal so uh that's it's a little sad as a parent get not be that person that gets to experience those but um i think a buddy is is good if you can swing that lots of breaks keep them warm keeping them warm that's the that's the ticket right there. And not always easy because kids apparel, I mean, unless you spend a lot of money on it, it's made a lot cheaper than what we buy for ourselves. You don't want to spend a lot of money on it because they're going to outgrow it in a season or two. I mean, if you're two, if you're lucky and it's like, that's why I love the Kinko gloves. Yeah. Kind of like 15 bucks, 12 bucks, 15 bucks, something like that for kids gloves and they're leather and they're waterproof and they're warm mm-hmm. done. I can spend 15 bucks a year. That's that's great, um, but when it comes to jackets and stuff, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little tough. Yeah, it is. Our uh, our son, well, my father-in-law, he bought a bunch of winter jackets for the grandkids, and bought girl colors and boy colors and various sizes, and they just get passed around all the kids. So as one kid grows out of one, there's a, another jacket waiting for him, and he he bought outdoor brands got like Patagonia down jackets and North face three in one jackets and those types of things that they just kind of make their way through the family. And that's been pretty sweet because we've always had a pretty good quality jacket for all the kids that Mm -hmm. they just kind of get passed around. And so, um, that's been a good thing, but gloves are, are a big thing. We actually have, um, we have cheap gloves for our son right now. He's skiing, so he's not in the snow as much as he would be with snowboard. Um, but he has cheap gloves because we needed gloves because he'd grown out of his OR kids' gloves, which were pretty decent. Yeah. And they, they held up pretty well. But I didn't know that Kinko made kids' gloves. I'm going to get some for my kids. That's we don't have any more. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, <laughs> for next year. I think we're yeah. good for this year. For next year, though, maybe some like kids' mittens or kids' gloves or something for that would be awesome. It, totally worth it. Yeah. So, one thing that I 
that I've learned um, as I've been trying to teach my kids to ski is that it's just like with everything, it just takes repetition. And I, I, the way I think through things and how to ski, I'm trying to tell my kids how I view skiing. And what they need is just to get a little confidence and do laps down the hill. Figured out themselves. Yeah, kind of figured out themselves because I'm skiing with my kids. We're doing this magic carpet thing and I'm trying to teach them how to snowplow <clears throat> everything I tell them to do. They're doing different than what I'm thinking. And I'm saying, no, no, no. like that. And they're looking at me like, well, I'm doing what you're telling me to do. But then I just like <clears throat> chilled out and let them do their own thing. And pretty soon I seen my daughter, she's snow plowing down the hill and then she's like making a turn around a corner and stuff. And I thought, I didn't teach her how to turn like that. She just kind of figured it out as she's just getting used to her skis and what does what and everything. She's kind of getting used to it. She just sort of figures it out. So she goes down this hill and whips around this corner and like, whoa, that was amazing. Depending on the age, it's hard to explain stuff Yeah, for them to like. As I was thinking, this snowboarding, I'm like, hey, you got to stay on your edges. And he's like, I don't even, what do you mean stay on your edges? Like, it just doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So it, essentially, he was like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'll figure it out. The best thing, if you have a, a little snowboarder, I think this worked well for us, was I, I told him, hey, you don't have to stand. You can squat. He's like, oh. And I showed him, like, get all the way down to squat. So he starts out, like, his butt is, like, on the ground. But he cr- starts cruising. And then he slowly stands up. He's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then he crashes to stop. And I had to tell him. it's Because so, at first he was like, Dad, I crashed. I'm like, yeah, that's how you stop. On a snowboard <laughs> right now, that's how we're stopping. So if he, you just crash. Just don't get going too fast. You got to crash before you go too fast. He's like, okay. So that's kind of where we left off. Yeah. When, but he was, at first it took, you know, run, run number one takes forever. And then run number two is usually you know, twice as fast. And then you just slowly get a little bit better. And then, uh, the second time on the mountain was a lot more improvement from just the first time. So I do think they learn pretty fast and I am not, I'm not teaching anything really. I'm just like there for him in case he needs me and he can't steer yet. So I'm trying to get him to avoid everybody else on the mountain, but patience i know it's a tough one for us as parents it's like it's not a day for you on the mountain it's a day for the kids on the mountain yep yep it is i took my kids yesterday it was their second time out this year so the first time we stayed on the magic carpet i took my daughter up the slightly bigger lift um that first day because she just kept bugging me like i want to go on the big one i want to go on the big one and then we go up to the top and she's like i don't want to be here this is scary (laughs) and so I kind of helped her ski down for a little bit, and then I just kind of threw over my shoulder and skied with her over my shoulder for part of it. Yesterday, though, is their second time up for the year and probably the fourth time ever. Um, and those first two times, they don't really count because going for a couple of hours and then having a year between it not doesn't do a lot. Oh, yeah, I was just going to mention that. I, I was going to wait for, for your – but I'll tell you, if you can do multiple days in a row, right? it's really the best way to go. Huge. It's funny because you – when you live here, like, oh, we'll just go on weekends or whatever. Yeah, but those who come here on vacation with their kids and their kids have to go every day in a row, by day four or five, they're, they're skiing, good. man. They're going. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can just figure out a way to go a few days in a row, it's probably you're probably better off. Right. I would agree. Um, we go every – so we my kids can go on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I bought a season pass at this local resort 
for just a Wednesday. They offered that, like you could choose oh, your day. Cool. And so I paid like 70 bucks or 80 bucks or something for one day. And so Wednesday I can go. My wife bought Wednesday and Thursday, and then the kids are free to ski whenever. And so we, um, yeah, we just, we go up on Wednesdays. It's a, it's our Wednesday family night. We get done skiing. We have go home and have pizza and then we go to bed. And so that's like our fun night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then my, my wife's going to start taking the kids on Thursdays when she can. And, and anyway, I took them both up the, up the big lift yesterday. And then I just skied in front of them. My wife actually put my daughter between her legs and skied down with her between her legs. Uh, but my son, I just skied in front of him backward and I just kind of held his hand. So if he started going too fast, I could slow him down and if he, whatever. But he was terrified at first. But by the time he was halfway down, he was starting to get the hang of it. And three quarters of the way down, he didn't want me to hold him, his hands anymore. He wanted to do it himself. And I was just there to catch him. But just that one lap down the bigger hill, then he got to the, to the, uh, back to the small hill with the magic carpet or whatever. And he's just flying, has com- like supreme confidence. He's making turns and stuff. And it's just was like a confidence thing. Same with my daughter. They went, they, they progressed like 200% in that one lap down the bigger hill. Interesting. Yeah. So now the next. Got to push them a little. Yeah. Next time we're going to go up and we're going to do laps on the bigger hill. And I'm just Mm going to take one kid once and then the next kid and ski him down backward in front of them to kind of help him down. And, and I think after, you know, another day or two, they're just going to be skiing down by themselves and I can ski next to them. Um, I can't wait for that day. That's just going to be so fun when our kids are just, they can get down and I can ski by them and we can start skiing the mountain. It's worth so, it. So fun. So. Yeah. Get the kids out there. It's a lot of fun. I know that, uh, the drive home that my kids always fall asleep. So it's a good exercise for the kids. It's awesome. My kids, it's the one night of the week that they fall asleep without arguing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rest of the nights, it's just like a headache, but, but ski nights, they just kind of go to bed. That's so, great. Sweet. Cool. Well, yeah, it is the season for get the kids skiing. So uh, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you have kids, I hope that you enjoyed the episode. If you didn't, don't worry. The next episode will not be about kids. <laughs> I don't have kids, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> there you go. Um, check out gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for the latest in, and greatest in outdoor gear, including uh, Icelandic skis, um, backcountry gear. Uh, we've got some awesome skins. Um, we still have skins. Yep, yep. We just got a restock of Big Sky Mountain products. Oh, there you go. We have a few pomokas left, and yeah. Um, just to just a kind of a few episodes ago, we talked about pomoka skins and how we weren't too sure what was going on with them. Any uh, any experience with them? Have they gotten better as you've used I've, them? I've used them a few more times. I've used my Big Skies a lot more. Um, I've used them a few times since. They're, they're still good. I still feel like the glue's something, not what it used off. to be. But they, I mean, I used them all day Tuesday. I've had three, like, all day long tours on them, and they're still fine. They they don't, they're, they're still working okay. There's not a ton of snow creep or... Um, the glue is just, I just don't feel like the glue is as strong as it used to be, hmm. but I, it hasn't been a huge problem. Are they gliding okay and that yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, they glide and grip okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what was, what was up with that. Cause Pomokas have, 
historically just been by far, by far my favorites. So hopefully yeah, I, it's just a weird. I, I still, like, if I could only pick one skin this year to use, it'd definitely be, be Big Sky over Pomoka. Really? Um, I just, I can trust it more, and the glue is solid. Um, They've just, they've outperformed them a little bit, that's mm, for sure. That's weird. But awesome. Yeah. Great for Big Sky Mount products. Yeah, they've they've created a great skin. Pomoka are still great, and they're a lot lighter weight. But I've been impressed with my my big skies. Awesome, cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh, let's see. Is that it, or do we have?